the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here is your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends. Guess what? It's a political time frame coming on in the world now. We thought we'd give you a little different slice of life in light of that topic. Um, I've got a a studio full of guests and co-hosts here, and so much so that my producer has to sit outside the glass and lean on in. I'll tell you what, it's going to be a remarkable show. Let me give you the theme for this show, and then I'll start introducing the guests and the people in the studio. Today we're going to focus on U.S. uh, Congress Congressional District 52, you know, is one of the largest districts in California. And when you hear about the circumference of that district, you'll see why. It's actually um, a man who is running. Actually, he's the only Christian person running in this um, in this uh, District 52. The only one. He's a believer, uh, and he's um, he's loaded to not. He's not. He hasn't been drinking, and that's not what I'm talking about. But he's loaded, loaded with the Holy Spirit, and he's loaded with wisdom. And uh, he's a guy I believe can get the job done. Let me do some some uh, introductions around here, and I'll just first of all have each one of you say hello. Let's start with Tyler Jeffany. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Kaz. Thank you so much for uh, for having me on here. I'm, I'm so grateful to be able to see. Yeah, you, we're, we're going to have fun. Yeah, and get to address your audience. It's, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, this is exciting. These are a lot of uh, voting people that listen to this show. My co-host for this hour, I, I, I want you to meet um, Sandra Compton. How are you doing, Sandra? I'm doing good. Yes, Thank see, you. you're on the air and you're not even too nervous. <laughs> Thank you, Kaz. And Sonia Diaz, what's your role in all of this? A campaign manager. You're the campaign manager. And uh, we had uh, quite a time putting this show together because you, these guys, they're not familiar with radio, so they wanted to have a thousand people on the air. And I said, we get, less is more. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. The first segment we have here, I thought we would talk with Tyler uh, Jeffany, and ha- ask you a little bit. And ladies, if you have something to say, raise your hand, and we'll up, up the microphones for you as well. You're in the uh, uh, District 52. That's kind of a gigantic district, is it not? Yeah, actually, believe it or not, it's geographically, it's not very large, right? So it encompasses uh, essentially Chula Vista and the surrounding areas of Imperial Beach, San Ysidro, uh, Otay Mesa, uh, Bonita, and National City, as well as parts of San Diego. Yeah, the parts of San Diego, that's key as well. Yeah. You know, I, I think this is a district that's been marked over a number of times. It's been changed and rechanged and redistricted a number of times. Yeah, well, uh, undeniably. There's been a lot of gerrymandering that's been going on in this uh, most recent uh, 
uh, redistricting sure. is not, you know, with no surprise. But uh, you know, we're we're here to fight nonetheless for the good fight. And Scott Peters was the guy. He's a Democrat, and he, you know, if you look at his record, you could tell he's not a conservative. You can tell he's a Democrat. And then the humorous thing about this is this in this district, you're the only. A Republican running, and you're a guy who loves the Lord, and uh, that's a pretty good combination, and have the wisdom. Want to talk a little bit about that? I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, well, it's, it's good that we're bringing this up, right? Because what was District 51 was Scott Peters, right? But the way that they've redrawn the lines, uh, right? Yep. The overlap mm-hmm. is now that I'm actually running against incumbent Juan Vargas. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that right? right? So exactly. he's the Democrat that who has the geographic overlap. Right, since the numbers have changed, which many people maybe don't know this. Yes, I didn't know that either. California lost a congressional seat. So we went from 53 down to 52. My. And I'm representing the 52nd district in this most recent race. And, uh, and, the, and the person I'm running against predominantly is Juan Vargas. Yeah, well, that's something. Uh, Juan Vargas has his own reputation that the people may know and, and deal with as well. My listening friend, here's the, here's the point of this show, Two, twofold. Number one, I want... Because we're going we're gonna to have people calling in uh, to say some words to uh, Tyler uh, Jeffany and also uh, speak into his life and to, into this campaign. But we're also going to encourage you to say, you know, either I – maybe I can run for – and fill in the blank. It could be something that's just local or it could be uh, statewide or it could be uh, federal. It could be anything. You could run for something. And the other thing I want you to hear is what other people are saying to support, you know, uh, uh, Tyler in in this. And I want you to say, you know, if I don't run for something, I'm going to come alongside of other people and support them as well. We need to get this, uh, this state and this nation back so God can get the world back. And Seriously. Border. Thank you. Thank you, Sandra. Especially yes. our border. Sandra. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 100% agree with what you're saying, right? What we, we, we are passionate about uh, turning this state around regardless of how it happens, right? Yes. Whether or not you're running for office per se doesn't mean that you are not an integral part of us doing right by having us re- turn things back to what's better. And so, you know, whatever part you can play, right? I mean, the, you know, I'm just a candidate. Uh, I'm playing a particular role uh, only because God has called me to do that. I'm a pastor and minister first and foremost. And I uh, had no political ambitions, but I saw what was happening to our nation and what was the legacy that I was looking to pass on to my children, and uh, and I couldn't stand idly by. And That's so right. I'm doing this. I'm running for the race. But, you know, we, we need everyone to galvanize together and, you know, get behind your candidates and support them any way that you can. This yes. is the time to fight. That's right. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're going to hear on this show a, a large number of people calling in that have something to say. In, you know about about Tyler, but I want this to be a, a stirring stick for you to say, you know, I can either run for office or I can surround somebody else who is. Let's get this state, this country, and this world back. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. So, uh, Ms. Compton, Sandra, you you want to say a word or two? We've got a couple minutes. I'll let you have a little input on things that you've noticed, and I'll do uh, you know I'll do the same with, with the Sonia Diaz as, as well. Well, I'm just very grateful to meet uh, Tyler Jeffany and that he's running because um, he is the only Republican and Christian. So to me, the fact that we, my husband and I have businesses right at the border, that encompasses that District 52. Yes. So I feel very honored and proud that someone that is like-minded, yes. that, you know, is a brother in Christ, is running for this for this district because I know that What's behind him is Jesus. There you That's go. That's our Lord. And I know that uh, someone like that can 
uh, turn around this this California like Nineveh got turned around. Yes, in in the Congress, in uh, in the state, uh, so many offices, so many places. Okay, uh, Sonia Diaz, it's, it's it's your opportunity, and uh, give us some insights from your perspective. Well, uh, it's an honor to be serving first and foremost. Uh, this man that I can see, he's totally in love for God, totally in love for um, for these people of, of this district and uh, committed. Um, so um, you can see that um, he is able to be there for the people. Yes. He wants to be there for the people. And, and he has what we need for the people. That's right. And uh, we just are honored to be in this movement of God. Yes. Yes. So, so I, 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 Tyler, I understand that you, you're a believer and you are, you've done pastoral work and you're also an apologist. That's you know, I, I, I was digging in Scripture and wondering about this. And let me just read. We've, we've got a, a, a three or four minutes left in the segment. This is in the book of Mark. Chapter 11, and, and, and it says, you know, it talks about uh, who shall, ever s- shall say into this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, uh, and believe, and those things shall come to pass. Now, that's a pretty tall order, but, uh, but the, in, the analogy there is you got to believe in your heart and speak with your mouth, and you're a man who believes in his heart and speaks with his mouth, but not only that, you believe the Scriptures— uh, and so that gives you much more than just a leg up. This gives you a spirit up. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I, I not only do I believe in the scriptures, I believe that they have the words of life. Yes. And uh, and I hold firmly to this passage. And yes. so, you know, we, we're claiming it right now. We actually do genuinely believe that God has given us this district. And uh, and we're even inviting your listeners to, to come alongside and pray that indeed that God manifests a, a complete change in the in the political trajectory of this region. So it wouldn't be inappropriate for me to, by this faith, call you congressman. Well, <laughs> amen. <laughs> Indeed. It, uh, I'm, so I'm, I'm calling you. Hey, I appreciate that, brother. As it is in heaven, <laughs> we'll, we'll bind it on earth. How's that? That's fine. We've got two minutes left in this segment. And then in the f- future segments, let me forewarn you, my friends, we're going to have a, a proliferation of phone callers calling in to talk a little b- bit about you and uh, – uh, Congressman, we're going to talk a little bit about you, but we're going to talk about border security and voter integrity and so many other topics that people are going to need to know that you know your stuff. So we've got about uh, a minute and a half or two minutes left. Any any parting words in this segment? And then we are going to go to phone lines and hear some insights from other people. Uh, yeah, I would just say, uh, you know, to your listeners, stick around because we're going to talk about some, I think, pretty radical stuff. And the Holy Spirit may just break out in this uh in the studio room, Amen. and yes, we'll, we'll see. Absolutely. Well, my listening friend, you know what? God's on the roll. He wants this country back. This country was founded on Judeo-Christian values, after all. Have you looked at the news? Come on, please. Our rights seem to be stolen away, and a lot of that has to do with the people who are in a place called Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. So, my listening friend, we're going to uh, loosen up the phone lines. We're going to have some people calling in and giving some uh, Interesting insights as well. Tyler, he, he's, he's, his name is like golf, Gephany. Gephany, right. Yes, so indeed. We're going to get there. And forgive me, but I'll be able to do this when you're in Congress. I'll be able to practice it more and more. Cats, you're forgiven, man. I'm a pastor, right? <laughs> totally forgiven. <laughs> so my listening friend, we will be right back. 
This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Well, welcome back. This is a show that is going to be from head to toe, callers uh, giving you insights about different vital topics. And we have uh, Tyler Guff- Guffany. I'm, I'm going to get his name right sooner or later. It was beautiful, man. You did great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is going to be answering some of these questions. Our first category is actually going to be on education. And his campaign manager, Sonia Diaz, is going to introduce our caller. Go ahead, Sonia. Okay, so this is Pastor Amaro Wizar. He's from South Bay Pentecostal Church. And he is an amazing pastor. They have a, a school also in their church. And uh, they know how important it is about um, having the right education for the children. So that's why he's, he's calling. Very good. You know, this is a man whom I've met numerous times, Pastor Amaro, uh, with the South Bay uh, Pentecostal Church. It's under Bishop Art Hodges, who's over, I think, all, m- most of the churches in of Southern California of the of the I think it's United Pentecostal. Hello, Pastor. How you doing? Hi, Kaz. It's good. Doing to, well, how are you today? It's, yeah, fine. It's good to hear your voice. I know you have a few questions and comments, and I'm going to let our soon-to-be congressman answer them for you. Why don't, I'm going to hand the baton over to you, and uh, you begin the conversation. You two. Absolutely. Um, thank you, everyone, for the opportunity to be on the show today. And I've had the opportunity to meet. Uh, Pastor Tyler Griffin. Um, in fact, we had him at our church a couple of weeks ago, introduced him to our congregation and shared with the congregation um, his uh, faith and belief and really that he is someone that is uh, biblically aligned. And for that, we're thankful. And I echo all the words that have been said already that it's good to have uh, someone like Pastor Tyler, who's um, taken this, this step to run for the 52nd Congressional District. So uh, it's it's our pleasure to be on. But before I get in, I just want to remind all the, the listeners, all of us included, that this country was founded on the Word of God. In fact, I was able to dig some, do some research on a few uh, presidents, which uh, is good to know that these were just not ordinary people, but people who sat in office. President Andrew Jackson said, it's the Bible that's the rock on which our republic rests. Ooh, he nice. said that. We also, we also had... Uh, you know, uh, uh, Patrick Henry, who, who said, give me liberty or give me death. He said, it's the Bible is a book worth more than all the other books that were ever printed. And then Robert Payne, one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence, said, I believe the Bible is to be written, is, is, is the written word of God, and it contains a whole root, rule of faith and manners. And, and really, it just gives you a snapshot that this country was founded on the word of God. And we can't veer from that. And so with that, uh, I'm very uh, strong uh, proponent and voice for being able to be a, a country that's aligned to the Word of God. And then also uh, the mandate that we have as, as parents, as families, as people to educate our children. Um, our, our church has a Christian school that has been around for over 43 years and we're thankful for its longevity. We've been able to open satellite campuses for other churches who don't have the means or resources. We're fully accredited. We have a track record of being able to educate yes, you do. Uh, students. And so we're thankful for that. And so my question to Pastor Tyler is, 
really, how do you see education in in your point of view and where it stands in America today? We know we're in trouble. We've, we're seeing a lot of things that are volatile, especially in our educational system. I'd love for you to shed light on that, uh, my brother. Yeah, great question. But uh, what an honor to even just uh, receive a phone call from uh from this mighty man of God. I got to tell you, anybody that's listening, you want to hear a sermon filled with the Holy Spirit fire and passion. <laughs> and he doesn't stand still. Oh, I've watched him. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I mean, you do you you would not leave the same as you came if you come listen to Pastor Amato to preach. Um, so, yeah, and uh, God bless you guys, too, for, uh, for taking a stand for education by already running uh, a program inside of your church. You know, this is vital for us to start to to understand and, uh, uh, and perceive really what has been going on is that these schools are um, that are being run by our governments are really just uh, indoctrination camps, and oh they're, they're monopolies, right? Yes. So the government has instituted a monopoly system in one of the most crucial areas of, of societal development, which is our schools, right? And, you know, many listeners maybe – I'm assuming already know this, that, you know, the U.S. government outlawed monopolies. And they did so because they understood the great evil that comes from a monopoly anytime when you have such a, a universal control. And yet here we have is we've sustained this monopolistic control on education, and, and then we see this infiltration of just this um, – uh, this wanton and evil critical race theory that has oh, come absolutely. to schools, right? <laughs> and uh, amongst other things, where they're, right. they're they're grooming our children, right? They're indoctrinating our children uh, towards leftist neo communist views, and uh, and we've tolerated it for too long. But how, how can how can you they, you know? Here's the thing: when Congress, when you have you know all branches of government seemingly being on the liberal side right now, how and they they're actually doing things without parental consent. I mean, this is. So far away from the Constitution, it's unbelievable. We need to get people back into Congress that will make their stand and make God's voice, the Judeo-Christian value voice, heard. Well, certainly I agree, agree with that, which is why I'm running for office. You know, this, this tyrannical government has the gall to believe that they get to decide what goes into our children's brains and what goes into their veins. And I'm going wow. to right. Congress to, to stop that outlaw that permanently. And then, you know, the second prong, you know, is that, that parents in mass need to actually link arms and decide right now they have to pull their children out of school immediately either homeschool enroll them in christian schools i don't care what it is but if you are a christian if you name jesus as your lord and savior you have a duty i believe to pull your children out of these indoctrination camps and get them right training training in the bible as well uh and educate them properly to become good uh, standing citizens not what's happening and what we're producing out of our current schools very good. Uh, uh, Pastor Amato, any further questions for our soon-to-be congressman? Yes. One more question for you is um, what what are things and resources that um, you're aware of that we can start giving out to churches, and not even just churches, but people who just want to get their kid out of school? You know, the, the Shema says that we need to teach our kids diligently. It doesn't say government. It says you need to teach your kids. So I don't know if you know of any resources. I know that we're, we're available, but I don't know if you've heard of any other things uh, that's been uh, shared. Yeah, you know, I, I would say um, 
there's uh, it's not my bailiwick to know exactly what information or resources are available out there. I do know that there are good programs. I think maybe some ladies, do you know of any that are good? Sonia? Yes. Uh, yes, there is one website that um, it's called publicschoolexit.com, and it has all those okay. resources together. You yes. can even go by state and, uh, and look for the resources to help your children to yes. homeschool, to know the legal thing you need to do, everything. And so at 6.30, we're going to have a person named Dran Reese who, who is involved with Salt and Light Council. And, and this public school exit is one of the, the, the uh, things she's going to be discussing. And uh, she has many good things to say about that. Uh, yeah. Almost congressman. And I'll add this too. Like if you're looking to do homeschooling, I know Chia is a great organization to look into. And uh, they, I, I guarantee they've got a, a, a good number of resources for that. So, you know, um, awesome. uh, pedagogy is not my bailiwick, but, you know, I'm here to, to handle the political aspects of it. But there are some great organizations yes. that have been built up already. And I do encourage people to look that stuff up. So, Pastor Amato, hang on for just one second. Uh, did you want, want to say one more thing, Sonia? Yes. Uh, Classical Conversations is another good program. Very good. Follow. Yes, Very good. which is I have my son in that. And this is Sandra Compton. I have my, my son co-host. in Classical Conversation, and I did pull him out of traditional school because I was afraid that he was going to be taught things that I didn't know, especially with the genders, all these different sure. – when they don't even know sure. their own – <laughs> gender. So I did pull them out. So classical conversation, inspire. Those are the two that well, I know of. I think uh, uh, Tyler uh, Geffady and uh, uh, Pastor Amato have one more comment between the two of them in this two and a half minutes left we have in this segment. And then we have more callers calling in. So uh, would you like to uh, posture a, a comment or a question, uh, Pastor Amato? I just want to say how great this is. I'm so thankful for this. And even uh, Tyler, uh, Congressman Tyler, thank you for even, uh, I just threw that question at you. It just sounds like you've got some connections already to help people be aligned with really what our foundational truths are. And I want to thank Sandra. I want to thank Sonia for this opportunity. We need to stand firm. We are given this mandate to stand for God, stand on the word of God. And you know what? We're not going to go down without a fight. And God is going to give us the victory. And I'm so thankful for this opportunity. We have seen victories in the California state legislature, and I believe we're going to see victories at the Capitol in D.C. Thank you very much for this opportunity. Thank you, Pastor Amato. Thank you. And so we've got about a minute and a half left. Uh, Almost Congressman uh, Tyler Guffany, Uh, why don't you uh, take a minute or two to incorporate your heart cry with this whole educational thing. My listening friend, I want you to pay close attention. The educate, with, with education being turned right side up, this nation will be on the right track again. Go ahead. Yeah. You know, well, one thing that's coming to me is, is that uh, it's astounding to me that the most influential, most well-read, the, the most prolific book that has ever been Come on planet on. Earth that's right. has been el- uh, eliminated from education and that we somehow have bought into wow. this lie that's that right. we are not permitted to allow our children to be exposed to this incredible that's book. That's right. And it was right? a, and it was a early on when the when uh, you know the pilgrims were here the 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 reader that they used to train the children was guess what? The, the Holy Bible. The Bible. Absolutely. That's right. And we we've got about right. 1 minute left in this segment so 
Well, and I was I was just going to add, right? It's when when will we as Christians go to our our people, our our school boards, and demand that they include in the curriculum what is the most influential book of all time, and get our children exposed right. to it inside the the public schools? And again, that that's presuming that your child is still in the public schools, and we ever get to a point where we could ever think about bringing them back there. Yes, but the Bible should be paramount in Absolutely. our understanding Absolutely. and learning because of its, its <coughs> even just its historical influence yes, makes yes, it yes. a, a, a right. vital thing that we should be teaching our children. So hey, pa- Kaz, Pastor Amato, yes, from South Bay Pentecostal. Yes, sir. Kaz, we need to teach our children not how to make a living, but how to live. Oh, we're going to do it. Very good. Thank My you. listening friend, we have just, about 20 seconds maximum. 20 seconds, just to add what they were saying. So important <laughs> that um, the values, the moral values come out of the of the Bible, and we forget that. Like, do not kill, do not steal, do, you know, that's all from the Bible. If yes. we don't have the Bible in our in our education, yeah. how are we, we going to know that? the moral yeah. value? My listening friend, we've got more people on the lines right now. We're going to talk about um, business and border issues and things like that next. Border issues? Yes, border issues. We'll be talking more about that when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on K Praise. Well, hello, my friends. District 52 in San Diego County is an amazing district. And I'll tell you what, there's a man that is a Christian running for the the conservative side. There's a lot of liberal people out there running for offices, but this is not one of them. This is a man who's a pastor, an apologist, and a guy who loves God and God's people, and people all around are being called to run for different offices and do different things. This is one of them, but we wanted a spotlight on him and his district. Uh, I want you to meet again, Tyler Guffany. Guffany, I'm getting close. Yeah, Guffany. Yeah, you're doing great. I'm getting close. Yeah, you're close enough, man. (laughs) And and good to have you on the show because you're going to give us some insights. The topic of this segment is... uh, Business and border, and we have someone on the uh, on the phone right now, and I think uh, Sandra Compton might be appropriate in introducing him because he happens to be her husband to talk about business and border issues. Sa- Sandra, why don't you do this if you feel comfortable? If you know know the guy well enough, of course I do. So it's Miguel Aguirre, my husband, and he's been at the border for thirty five years. So he's got a a lot of uh, expertise in this area of business and at the border. So, honey, I guess this is the first time we're Hi. talking on radio. Uh, how, how's this for an introduction? Hi. Honey, what do you have to say about business? <laughs> what do you have to say about border issues, honey? Hello, nice introduction. Hello, Par- pardon me. I, you know, I've known these guys for some time, so I'm allowed to tease a little bit. So you have uh, some insights on border uh, and business issues, and I'm sure that you have for our almost Congressman Tyler Guff- uh, Guffany, and he's uh, he has some answers to your questions and some comments as well. Lay it on us. Some insights first, and we'll let our almost congressman rip jump it, on honey. <laughs> yes. Well, hello, everybody out there on Radio Land. I appreciate this opportunity to call in and speak with almost congressman Tyler Geffeny. Uh, I, you know, tend to be uh, very optimistic in all that uh, I have approached there at the border. It's a tough region, part of our region, our binational region. And I'm in a meeting. And um, 
Sorry about that. Got interrupted here. Uh, we had, we had spoken about really what's what is on the horizon, which is uh, opportunities to solve mobility, uh, workforce development, uh, affordable housing. The World Design Capital uh, is a global destination that was awarded to San Diego Tijuana for the year 2024, and it's really going to give us an opportunity to to put our best foot forward and develop a a business climate that is not only high level when we talk about North American competitiveness, the U.S.-Mexico relationship, improving border wait times, and 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 such, but you know how how do you view uh, Tyler the, this opportunity to really ground a conversation and narratives that that the actual border crossers, the people that live in this region can relate to how, how, how do we uh, get people to focus uh, on improving, uh, you know, binational relations uh, in the questions where, where countries first meet. Yes. Yeah, that's a great question, Miguel. And actually uh, great to have you on. So I just, I want to actually just affirm Miguel, I've, I've been able to have spent a lot of time in the uh, district 52, which is the border district. So just to be clear, if you don't know, if you're, if you're in San Ysidro or Otay Mesa, Chula Vista, Bonita, National City or Imperial Beach, you're in district 52 and also well parts of uh, San Diego. And uh, I've gotten to listen to a lot of people about their concerns about the border. And I've even spent some time under the tutelage of Miguel here, who's on the phone, who's been able to educate me a lot about the intricacies of, of the challenges that we are faced. But, you know, Miguel, um, your question is important because I, I believe that the immigration concerns are becoming the forefront in some of our political discussions already. So I'm grateful for that. And uh, and so the, the way that we ground that is that we begin to discuss uh, solutions. Uh, and, and here's what I mean by that is that what I think that has been the predominant problem in the immigration issue is that we see everyone uh, sh- discussing the problems, right? And they're always focused on what are the issues or problems that, and without coming forward with uh, sensible solutions. And believe it or not, good guys like you, Miguel, who spent some time at the border, I mean, you've a, a ton of time down there, understanding those intricacies, you've had the ability to be able to conceive of and imagine really great solutions, uh, in my opinion, that helps to bring together two um, essential economies, yes. right, two cultures as well, and the, and be able to take advantage of that where, you know, um, you know, one of the things that we have to understand in America is that, uh, you know, despite the fact of the border and everything and the wall, which in, indeed we, we need to discuss that perhaps, but but America needs the good work, work people, the industrious people of, a Mex- of Mexico if we're going to be able to compete on an international level. Well, that's good. And, and we do need to understand that. And, uh, and so what we need are good, sensible immigration solutions that I know that Miguel's helped uh, us conceive. And I believe our campaign has, which we've articulated a good deal of that um, in, in our campaign position. And you can read actually in the San Diego Tribune uh, that, we, that recently came out with some Q&A. But yeah. Anybody else? I was going to ask you, honey, um, since you've been in the planning group in San Ysidro for a long time, what is it that you think that has not worked that you could say can work in in other ways um, that you could tell? uh, Right. And if you get the proper people in government to actually hear these things instead of just pretending to hear something and and vote completely the opposite direction, what, what would you say to our almost congressman here? 
Well, I think there's a really an opportunity to influence long-term planning. We have uh, our regional uh, planning authority, SANDAG, which is comprises the 18 cities and municipalities of San Diego that are now uh, really looking at, at the border, the cross-border dynamic as an opportunity for, for you know, uh, affordable housing south of the border, mobility across the border. But it's the... the the, that cross-border dynamic has always been seen as a pass-through. The the real opportunity is to create a destination in the border itself and create value-added platforms that that draw uh, people together to collaborate and 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 really awaken the the competitiveness elements with our young people. Our young people. Uh, across the border every day, uh, our young people even here in San Diego are not aware of the strategic relationship between U.S. and Mexico. And, and the, the jobs, the opportunities are really the, the global ones, the foreign opportunities to export human talent. But we need to keep it here. We well, can't good. just continue to export it. So uh, creating the border destination with cross-border districts, making mobility a lot more uh, friendly to the binational region. I, I think we can awaken our future, the young people. You know, after all, it's the economy, young people. That's what they need to be looking at. We need to get beyond the party politics and focus on our future. And, well, as I, I, I that's great. Let's, let, our leadership. let's get uh, Tyler Geffeny an opportunity to respond to that. My listening friend, we've only got about a minute and a half left in this segment, so we're going to yes. uh, move, move forward quickly. But So uh, go ahead, uh, Tyler, if you want. Yeah, I mean, Mel Gell brings up so many good points, right? And just one of the things that we, we need to understand, and I, I think one of the failures <coughs> of the Republican Party is that we've complained about the immigration problem, but then we have never come up with a solution of, well, what are we going to do with the people that are here, right? And uh, and the solution of just exporting them is just, is, is you know, and, and get them out of here, right, or, or not give them any sort of pathway to citizenship is essentially untenable. We have no idea what kind of an impact that would make on our economy. Uh, exactly we have no right. idea really what the dependency that we have on these people, right? And, I, and I'm not saying that I do either. No. I don't know. But, you know, just to make some kind of a brash assumption that we could just do this and this wouldn't have cataclysmic effect on our, cult, our, our, our economy. Yeah. You look around right now in the news and you've got the board, the you know, Canada and Mexico, and we we don't have the best relationship with either right now. I mean, if if we had a, a very strong uh, industrial relationship with them, um, uh, you know, commerce, whatever, all these different things, uh, you know, this nation and the nations that surround us could be doing very very well. Previous administrations have proved that. Amen. Amen. You know, and I think this whole strategy of uh, of, of importing the uh, the undocumented uh, immigrants by the Democratic Party as a way to build up their constituency is actually going to backfire because what we're discovering and what the the Latino community is discovering is that their foundational <laughs> yes. values actually align with the conservative no movement, question about not it. the Democrats. So they've been lied to for so long, and what we're doing is we're getting out there and educating them to help them realize that, hey, indeed, it is the Republican Party that best represents your views. Very good. So uh, I'm— uh, Miguel Aguirre, thank you so much for joining us. Yes. You know, we're going to continue, we're going to continue this topic into the next segment and talk about border security. And when you find out about the guests that we have on the air, you'll realize some people know what they're talking about and you're going to really appreciate what Tyler, um, 
Guffany has to say about this as well when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Well, thank you, and my friends, you're getting kind of uh, immersed in political-related things. My my intention, as we're with uh, almost Congressman, uh, he goes by Tyler Guffany, and I, I starting to love the guy. I mean, he he actually came into the studio, you, not with a billion notes, but he actually brought a Bible with him. I mean, please, what are you talking about? L- let me just take care of a quick business here, and then I'm going to have Sandra, uh, inter- my co-host, Sandra Compton, uh, introduce our next guest because they are friends as well. But my listening friend, I have a new website that you can get a hold of me on and you can say Kaz like the shows don't like the shows here's an idea for a show whatever but be careful because if you have a good idea I may just do as I did with Sandra as I said okay well then you're going to co-host with me and she goes are you kidding me and so here she is so I want to forewarn you about that but the the address is come together San Diego at kprz.com once again come together San Diego at kprz.com contact me chat with me I check my these emails frequently and I want to hear what you have to say okay it's time to enter you know the topic that we're talking about now in these segments is business and border issues one of the main main border issues and you have to agree with me is border security and sandra compton you know this person and you want to introduce this person and then we're going to have the two of them uh almost congressman uh guffany and and your, your guests have a good conversation, and we'll listen on in. Is that okay? Yeah. Sandra, go for it. Okay. Well, Pastor Daniel uh, Stevens is online, and uh, he used to be a police officer for San Diego, so he's got a good insight on the border because he used to work uh, in that area in San Isidro. As, and so are you there, Pastor Steve? I'm Pastor here. Daniel? Okay. Yes. It's good to, good to have you, sir. Me. It's very good to have you, and I know that you have a few insights, and we're going to let uh, uh, Tyler uh, Guffany have some response, and you guys have a little dialogue, and the ladies that are in the studio can raise their hand when they want to jump on in, and we'll let them do that, too. So do you have a comment or statement, and we'll have uh, uh, Tyler give some input as well? Well, one thing I was just, uh, you know, researching, and and maybe they can verify that for me, um, um, because, you know, we're in fact-checked country here. Um, <laughs> and so uh, what I'm hearing now is because of the the massive migration and the, the people heading north and, and the illegal crossing, now the Bible does talk about, you know, we have to be kind to foreigners. We have to be kind and, and gracious, and, and the Bible speaks highly of uh, foreigners and, and our uh the ways we are to treat them, and, and, and um, they're made in God's image. So uh, there is definitely a good uh, biblical uh, references that we do have. We don't have time for it in this show. But um, one thing that, that, is, that I'm hearing and, and researching from credible sources is they're saying that what, some of these people that are getting arrested, they're not getting court dates till 2025 now. Oh, my. And so they're lost in the shuffle for now three years, and— Okay, I can understand maybe two months they, they may or may not show up. That's been a really big problem. 
they're not even showing up after two months. They're definitely not going to show up after three years. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, Tyler, do you have any input regarding that? I mean, there's a lot that can be done by government that is not being done. I mean, some people just pretend like they go to the border and they look, but they don't really say or see tell what they really see as far as the influx of people and things like that. Any input? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, what we're seeing is an absolute dereliction from this federal government. And uh, by the way, it's just uh, w- grateful to hear f- from you, uh, Pastor Daniel, as a, a fellow pastor. And, uh, you know, what the audience maybe doesn't know is that uh, Pastor Daniel's uh, wife, who I actually also know, ran for governor during the recall. Yes. And uh, and it's just an amazing patriot and uh, and a great support. But, um, yeah, what we're seeing right now, what's happening, the statistics are showing that uh, that we have the largest backlog in the court system than we've ever had under the Biden administration. And I believe that's happening for several reasons. One, that we see that just the the policies from the Democrat Party is actually inciting and encouraging uh, this essentially incursion. And uh, and they're not providing the resources or um, uh, the oversight to even be able to handle this appropriately. And so it's just mass chaos. Yes. So what can the when the complexion of the Congress changes, how can that be impacted? When the, well, how it can be impacted is that we can pass, pass sensible legislation that helps to to uh, close down the borders and uh, uh, properly, right? So, so what we need to do is we need to stop the illegal aspects of it and do it in an orderly, safe, and healthy way that's best for all, right? Yes. So, like Pastor Daniel said, he's absolutely right, and that's one of the things I love. I love that he brought it back to the Bible, right? Because we always want to think of like, wh- how would God? want us to handle this, right? And indeed, we want to be compassionate yes. and welcoming hosts sure. to those who actually want to legitimately participate in this American dream and do so rightfully. Yes, and right? the scripture talks about a so- but sovereignty within different countries as well. I mean, Israel definitely is to be a sovereign country, and a lot of things are happening there that are, that are uh, violating their border and the God, their God-given land as well. Right. So, so uh, Pastor Daniel Stevens... Why don't you give some more insight here, and we'll we'll let you and uh, Tyler continue the conversation. Well, I didn't uh, want to I'm sorry, Sandra. I wanted to say something. When I was at the uh, McDonald's lobby and Im- immigrants would come through, I would see people with uh, GPS ankle bracelets, and so that would keep them in, into where they knew exactly where they were to yeah. be able to get to their court date. So I don't know if they took if they removed that, but that's a good way of knowing exactly where they are. And, and another thing is, all these p- immigrants coming in, we, we don't know if it could be people who exactly. see us as enemies. That's right. That's uh, right. Like Trojan right. horses coming in, so we do have to definitely keep like a some sort of a GPS on them to be able to have them go to court. Yes, yeah. Tyler. Yeah, I mean, you know, Sandra, that's absolutely right. What we're seeing is the legitimate destabilization of our country by creating a porous border that allows absolutely anybody to come in. And that's the problem, right? The Republican Party and conservatives, and especially those who are Bible believers, are not anti-immigration at all. We welcome, again, those who are industrious, hardworking people that want to participate in the American dream. What we are concerned about is our national security. Yes, come on, please. Literally anybody from around the world, from whatever terrorist 
organization you're a part of, you can fly yourself into Mexico mm-hmm. no problem, walk yourself up into the border, come into America, and you are essentially set loose to do and, oh, exactly. and participate whatever it is, wreak whatever havoc, and commit whatever like atrocities that you want to do. Yes. And make no mistake, if you're listening to this, understand this current administration is inviting that. They want that. And it's not that they don't know about that. This is something we absolutely have to stop. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, Pastor Daniel Stevens, uh, formerly with the San Diego Police Department, uh, any uh, insights here? We've got about a minute and a half left in this segment. I'm so honored to have you join us on the air. Thank you. Yeah, I, I don't uh, represent or speak for any uh, law enforcement agencies. These are my own opinions, and uh, but sure. I believe it's uh, well-grounded in, in biblical uh, and, and conservative values. Um, yeah, I... I think for law enforcement, it's my opinion that that they just want to be able to do their job and enforce the laws that are already in place. And these are gracious, good. They 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 practice the spirit of the law and the letter of the law, and and they have that officer discretion. But they also want the officer discretion to be able to just apply the laws that are already on the books, and it would radically change some of that. And, right. and then there's other things. Yes, yes. That go along with that so, as well. So you, you hit a key point that are already on the books. I mean, if you just enforce the stuff that's already on the books, there would be a vast, vast difference. We have about 30 seconds. Uh, so, uh, Tyler uh, Guffany, do you have anything you want to say before we jump to uh, the, the break and then into the next hour? Yeah, anyone that's, that's not for actually tightening down our borders and stopping the influx of, the, uh, of these illegal uh, crossings uh, are essentially supporting sex slavery, and they need to know that, that there are people yeah. being shuttled across this border for the specific purposes of lured sex trafficking. Oh, my. And so this is one of the reasons we need to stop <coughs> this. Oh, my. My listening friend, we're out of time in this segment. Uh, I want to thank you, Pastor Daniel Stevens, uh, for uh, bringing up this vital topic and we're here with uh, the man who's the conservative, a Christian running in the uh, 52nd uh, district. And uh, his name is Tyler Geffany, and he is here with us as well. We're going to talk more about other things when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come together, San Diego, with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, we're back, my friends. You know, the multiple purpose for this show, not only to introduce uh, a almost congressman here, but also to encourage you to say, you know what, I can, I can run for an office or I can support somebody else who's running for office. And uh, um, because it's time for us to be activated, not sitting in a pew or, or our, our armchair at home. Instead of introducing our, our our main guest for this show, I'm going to have him introduce himself and tell a little bit briefly about that, and then we're going to jump into this segment. Yeah, appreciate that, Pat. Kaz. I'm grateful to be here. I'm yes. a Tyler Geffany. I'm a pastor, minister, small business owner, husband, father, three beautiful girls. Yes, and the and, district that you're running in. Yeah, and I'm running in District 52, which if you don't already know, that the, the districts have changed. So yes. that includes your Imperial Beach, San Ysidro, Otay Mesa, Chula Vista, Bonita, National City, and parts of San Diego. If you're hearing that, or if you're in those areas, then you're part of District 52. Very good. Okay, okay, okay. It's time for my co-host, uh, Sandra Compton, to introduce our next on-air guest who's called in and waiting for you to be introduce her all right so the next person is christy hutcherson and she is 
um, Women Fighting for America. And I just want to say thank you, Chrissy, for being online. What do you have to say about border security? Because the borders isn't just boy, in boy. California, but it's all, all across. The across. Nor- north and south. North there. and yeah. south. What do you got to say to us, Christy? Well, first of all, good evening, everybody. Thank you for having me on. And Sandra, you and I, uh, we met uh, at the Reawaken America tour where I was uh, speaking uh, on national security, the borders, domestic security, and how this administration's using the purposeful uh, opening up of our borders to utilize this to destabilize America and ultimately make her fall from within. And that's how I ended up meeting you, Sandra. And I came down to uh, uh, your sector where you live right there on the border in Tijuana area, um, which I've been there numerous times before. Uh, we have a major, major crisis on our hands. And I think the American people are now understanding this. But what's really concerning to me is not only do we have this major crisis on our hands from the open border policy, both, by the way, on the northern border and the southern borders, uh, we have an administration who is very clearly committing treasonous acts against the United States of America. And this is the first time in history that I can think of where we have an open administration defying our own laws of our land. And this should be very frightening to the American people, we the people, the legal American citizens. Um, Just to give you a little background, I'm the founder of Women Fighting for America. Um, I am a Russian Jew on my mother's side. uh, My family fled Stalin. My grandfather and my great-grandfather, their family, we were written in Ellis Island. My family was thrown in the gulags. On my father's side, I'm American Indian. So... My family is not new to, uh, you know, tragedy and being persecuted. So we are the perfect example of what it means to come into this nation. Uh, first of all, I guess what's considered asylum seekers, right? Um, we were fleeing Stalin and we needed a better way of life on my mother's side of the family. There is a reason why you have to have legal immigration into a nation First of all, without borders, you don't have a sovereign nation. Mm-hmm. And I love what the pastor, I was listening a little bit earlier about how even Israel, God's very clear in the Bible. You you ha- still have borders. You have to have your borders. You have to have your integrity. You bring individuals in with different ideas and cultures, but you don't allow them to change your culture and your system and your laws that's right it, you have to protect them we don't they don't we don't assimilate to them they need to assimilate into us and if they're not willing to assimilate into our system then they don't have any business being in they wouldn't be good citizens that's for sure yes that's correct um you know, this administration with Mayorkas, they consistently go out day in and day out point blank lying to the American people. I've spent the last 17 and a half months from Tijuana, Mexico to Texas. And when I tell you every little nook and cranny in between, I mean every little nook and cranny in between. I have interviewed and been with uh, law enforcement officers, Sheriff Daniel, Sheriff Lamb, Border Patrol agents, DHS, um, ICE, Tom Homan, uh, governors, state representatives, senators, small business owners, mayors, uh, my team has even rescued uh, children from human trafficking from literally the cartels. Bless you, Christy. Bless you. Zetas. 
And when you see what you, when I've seen, when you see what my team has seen in the last 17 and a half months, you cannot turn a blind eye any longer to it. Not only is the uh, border a huge domestic security problem that we already have right now, by the way, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that, if you will indulge me, about how we're getting ready to face unprecedented attacks from within our own nation because of the open borders. But from a humanitarian perspective, the, the right thing to do, the humanitarian thing to do is to close the borders down. Uh, We have NGOs, non-governmental agencies, operations, Catholic charities, evil as the day is long, uh, Methodist uh, services, Bethany Christian services. These organizations, and there's many others I can name, are aiding and abetting and helping to facilitate human trafficking. I've seen it. I've got the film footage. We've got the information to blow it out of the water. Catholic charities alone made over $944 million. Most of that, by the way, is grant. Grant money equals taxpayer-funded dollars. So when you say grants, it's not free money. It's taxpayer-funded dollars. So we are aiding and abetting these human trafficking atrocities. They have individuals who work within these organizations. They have very specific types of tattoos or markings on them that mark them that they are part of the human trafficking rings throughout the world. Um, And the human lives that have been murdered and killed and raped and children that I've seen the rape trees. I've been on the Mexican highways, by the way, the Mexican highway is in the United States of America. It's just the Mexican highway where they, the mules and the coyotes and the wildcats, they, they traipse up these women and these children through these rugged terrain areas. And before they're sold, they are gang raped and they are tied down dear, to trees and shackled. Dear God, let me p- pardon me for just one moment because we we want to get you, you know a man who's running in the uh, district fifty two. Uh, Tyler, yes, Tyler, yeah, Guffany, and he he has some things that he wants to input too. We've got about three or four minutes. It goes so fast when you're having fun, doesn't it? So Tyler, any thoughts as this? And I'm going to have the two of you engage. We're uh, we're also talking with Christy uh, Hutcherson, who's with the Women Fighting for America. God bless you. God yeah. bless you. Indeed, Tyler? yeah. God bless. I mean, Christy is the tip of the spear in this deal. <laughs> she, yeah. she knows she knows more about this than I, I could ever hope to, and 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 uh, grateful to have her on here. In fact, this is kind of a treat, right? I, I didn't get to be told who's calling in, and uh, and turns out, right? I, I know Christy, and uh, and in fact, I think we're getting together t- in, on Tuesday, Christy, right? That's correct. But, um, yeah, I'm, she, she's absolutely right. I mean, what we're experiencing is just an absolute treason uh, regarding our, the sovereignty of our nation, and, and it's deliberate. Yes. And, uh, you know, the the thing I would recommend is, you know, for those in District 52 or anywhere, if you're in earshot of this radio station, is you got to understand if, if you want things to change, if you want to vote and change agents, then you have to change who you're voting for. And we can no longer put up or tolerate, I believe, with the people <coughs> that are these establishments, uh, uh, politicians. Many of them, right? Even Republicans are at many instances an issue. You know, this is a problem we could have solved and yes. that we should have solved, and that uh, and, the, and many of the solutions are actually not that challenging. And yet, we have we have a, an inert uh, Congress in uh, in Washington D.C. that has not been able to to establish the sovereignty of the That's most right. important and disobeying and, existing laws too, or ignoring them. Right? Please. Absolutely, flaunting them, and uh, and that this is just okay. Yeah, really. 
we've got about one minute left, but we want to give you the honor, uh, Christy uh, Hutcherson, with uh, Women Fighting for America, to spend this 60 seconds however you want. But I'm going to have to close you down because we're on the clock on this. So uh, give us your, your parting thought on here. My listening friend, I hope you're paying close attention. This nation needs to be returned to Judeo-Christian values because there is the solution and is found in the thing called God's holy word. Amen. Christy, Amen. lay it on us. You've got about uh, 50 seconds. So I'm just going to get right to the chase. El Centro in San Diego last month alone. These are encounters. These aren't the getaways, just encounters that we know of. You're talking over 100 and 15,000 illegals just in El Centro and San Diego alone who have come over the borders in that sector. So if you don't think that they're trying to change the landscape of the United States, you are living in a bubble. And there's numerous reasons why they're trying to do that. So we have been on the front lines, Women Fighting for America. We continue to fight in the field. If you want to hear more about what we do, WFFA.win and WFFA.win. And I would love to talk more about this. But we have terrorists. We have all sorts of bad players in our nation right now. And you better change the tide of who you're electing in the offices. And we do not have much time left to do so. Thank you, Christy Hutcherson with Women Fighting for America. God bless you. You know, uh, we're talking about border security, but in the next segment, we're going to switch the focus. But it's still a very vital and topic. It's uh, election integrity. (laughs) Uh, And so, Christy, thank you for joining us. My listening friend, we will be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Well, welcome back, my friends. I hope you're stirred by these these call-in guests are, are remarkable because they have some insights that you never even thought of. But, you know, here we are in the studio uh, with the man running in the 52nd, dis- District 52, and his name is Tyler uh, Geffany, and he he's a remarkable guy. We were talking about different call-in guests, and he goes, let me introduce this next person. Let me introduce this next person. So, Tyler... It's on you. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm super blessed. <laughs> Just during the break, I got to find out that uh, that uh, my good friend uh, Mark Fincham, who is an assembly uh, member of the Air- in Arizona, and who's also running for Secretary of State there, and uh, and this patriot is uh, is literally he is the forefront of this election integrity. Uh, issue that that we are obviously facing, right? Uh, the putative uh, manner in which this election was stolen in many respects, oh and and, uh, and this he's a great guest to have on for this particular topic. So I'm stoked to have you on here, Mark. And he endorsed you. Thank you very much for having me on. I'm, I have one question: Do you really believe that Gavin Newsom survived? <laughs> Well, absolutely not. Right. Ooh. Do we believe that Gavin Newsom received 61.9 percent of Ooh. the vote in light of everything that's going on? Too shady. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> no way, Mark. Right. Unbelievable. This guy has done everything counter to the interests of the people of California. And I'm glad you are calling him out. This guy cannot be legitimately a governor of California. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. That's exactly right. I'm so glad that you had a chance to have a chance to talk a little bit about uh, election integrity. I mean, being... 
from Arizona, I mean, you, know, you have the similar issues as well, don't you? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been, been called the political arsonist, but okay. The, here's the point. If you cannot prove that an election is legitimate, the people are left to assume that it isn't. Ooh, well stated. Think right about that for a minute. That's amazing. The people of, and I'm sure the people of California, are left questioning. So what really happened? Do we get to inspect the results? So I've advocated for a long time. Elections belong to the people, not to the government. There if you go. That, if that's the legitimate premise... Help us understand, how do we inspect, how do we have the right to assert the inspect, the inspection of the result that came out? Exactly. And if, if the bureaucracy blocks that, how do we have a resolve? Amen. Amen. Yeah. You know, because Mark, you know, would you agree that what what we have not seen in these government from the government is transparency in all of this? Absolutely. The question is, do we have a a transparent government, or do we have one that says, and that's that? A lot of people have criticized me for teaming up with Carrie Lake, Carrie Lake, Carrie Lake about why are you suing over the civil right? Yes. Civil right to question an election. Think about that for a minute. Wow. Absolutely. We're asking the government to inspect an election. My. We've never done that before. In the history of America, we have never done that before. Amen, Mark, right? And, you know, what? like, I come from the business world, right? And it's like, uh, we always had an old ag- axiom, like, you can't you can't manage what you can't measure. And yet they have this, uh, this, this like, um, this barrier for us to be able to get the information that we need to be able to measure what's going on, uh, and just to even the the sim- simple idea of just being able to inspect things from from beginning to end throughout the process, and uh, it- exactly, just because you give your consent to be governed does not mean you give up your right to inspect the result. Exactly. I think we also need to think. This is Sonia. This is Sonia. I, I think it's important for us to, to know, like, we are talking about why the government don't let us uh, do, um, you know, our investigations, which is legal, right? Um, but coming from Mexico, we have an ID to vote. Yes. And that has been, uh, like, a big problem here. Like, no, 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 you shouldn't, or it's, it's the wrong thing to ask them for an ID. It's almost like... Like it's wrong, like they're disrespecting us or something. It's, it's standard operating procedure. Yeah, it's an operating <laughs> procedure. We have an ID for, for DMV. Uh, you know, we, we need to give our ID for everything, even to buy medicine. Like I just bought allergy medicine and I needed to show my ID for Claritin. 
So, anyways, uh, what I uh, sorry for saying uh, uh, <laughs> they are the name. Anyways, uh, what I'm saying is that if if just to think about it, if the government doesn't want you to have an ID, which you know it works and which is not a problem to have. Why is it? I know. Why is it? By the way, my my listening friend, we're talking with Mark Sinchin, and he's running for uh, Arizona Secretary of State. Is that not correct? Correct. Okay. So, trying to try to precise. This is hypocrisy at the maximum. Right on. To Amen. A Democrat Party event or meeting, you have to show a photo ID. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and also, we don't need like 20 days to go to to uh, both. One day is enough. Right. Well, you know, there's yeah. a lot of things that individuals, uh, citizens can do, but there's a, a tremendous amount that people in government can do, not only in uh, federal government, but also state government. Tyler, you had some comments. Right. Yeah, well, that's right, Kaz. Actually, I mean, our campaign is supporting what we believe are nine essential things that we need to implement on uh, for voter election integrity, and uh, which many listeners maybe don't know this, but the federal government has been sanctioned through the Constitution, all right, in Article One, Section Four, to be able to impose upon the states voting uh, laws. And so we do have a mandate to be able to do that. So I'm going to Washington to essentially set up the mandates for voter ID, uh, to repeal the Motor Voter Act, repeal the Help America Vote Act, uh, restrict voting to paper or scans only. Preach it. We're going to abolish early voting, abolish same-day registration, abolish ballot harvesting, abolish the universal mail-in balloting, and lastly, we're going to let the voters monitor their elections. Yes. These are nine um, points of which have been— why, uh, Oh, what's that? That's why I endorse Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> that's so great. It's official. It's on air. You said it. Thank you, Mark. Mark, we have about two, two minutes or so. I want to use these wisely. Some uh, closing thoughts, and I'm going to have uh, uh, Tyler— with the uh, running in District uh, 52, uh, give some parting thoughts as well as we close this segment. So, Mark, Sinchin, kindly take a minute or so. Elections belong to the people, not to the government. Amen. Think about that. Very good. Very good. Um, God I'm, ordained the choice of to the people, not to bureaucracy. And that is one of the reasons I believe that Tyler is probably the right guy for this office. Yes. Period. Very Hard good. stop. <laughs> Mark, I'm sure that everybody here in the studio appreciates you spending some time because you're, you're running around all over the place. You just made a special stop on our behalf. We appreciate that, Tyler. Yeah, I, I just want to leave the listeners with something, too, that, you know, despite the problems that we know are in, involved in our elections, that we still are duty-bound, even more so probably than ever, right, to make sure to get out and vote. Don't be discouraged by this, but rather be emboldened and rise up. Tell your neighbors to get involved. Uh, any You know, tell your church to get involved. Make sure you get the vote out, right, just because when the election is compromised, as we know it has been, even more so it's important that we all come out in 
in mass where we so deluge the, the voting that uh, that really they can't cheat their ways into uh, into an office. And so I'm, I implore my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ out there, please get out to the votes, get registered, get your friends registered, and, and come make your voice count. That's right. And keep your eyes open for things that are going on because you have a voice in saying, you know, there was something that wasn't right there. I mean, part of the you know the public outcry is uh, carries a lot of weight too and, and and mark thank you very much for joining us i know you've got other things well, going on and you took a little bit of time on our behalf and we are so honored to have you and uh you know th- thank you so exodus 1821 choose from among you godly men disinterested in personal gain to lead the thousands, the hundreds, the fifties, and the tens. Oh, my. Never forget that. Oh, my. Mar- Mark Sinchin running for uh, Arizona State, uh, Arizona Secretary of State. My friend, uh, you've uh, scored big big marks in, in California. And even though we're California and Arizona, we are honored to have you on the air. Uh, so any other thoughts? Yeah, just great to have you, Mark, man. Really appreciate you, uh, what you're doing. And our prayers are with you, man. We really hope that uh, you secure that seat and secure the elections in Arizona. Exactly. So my listening friend, it's, it's, it's an honor to do this show. One of my favoritest people in all the universe is on the line for the next segment. We're talking about election integrity. This person knows about elect, uh, election integrity. She's vested and invested much of her time dealing with that. And so many other things that you, my Christian-believing friends, need to be aware of. And uh, we're going to continue on the topic of election integrity and uh, other things when this special guest in the next segment joins us. It will blow you away, so do not go away. We'll be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Hello, my friends. I'm here with Tyler Giffany and uh, the troop, basically people that are involved in his campaign. He's... uh, uh, in District 52 and uh, running for Congress. And uh, Tyler, what I'm going to have you do is briefly give a website because we haven't really given your website much for people to find out more about you. And then I'm going to have Sonia, your campaign manager, introduce our next guest. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, if you want to uh, visit our website to get some more information, connect with the campaign, watch a video about uh, some of the, the, the policies that we stand for, the more crucial ones, uh, you can go to www.tyler the number four congress.com. That's Tyler, again, the number four congress.com. Very good. And okay, okay, this is what I got to tell you. Uh, I'm teasing the person that's on the line here because she and I have been friends for some time and we tease one another every once in a while. And she's she's one of the most remarkable ladies I've ever known. And uh, I'm going to let Sonia uh, introduce her, but uh, I may toss a barb her direction every once in a while. But when we talk about the topic of election integrity, my my eyes lit up and I go, Dran Reese, Dran Reese needs to talk about this and so many other things. So, Sonia, would you be so kind to introduce this person? Yes. And I'm also honored because this is a person that it's my hero or one of my heroes. Um, uh, she is the founder and president of Salt and Light Council. Um, She has many resources, by the way, that we are also um, uh, using in our campaign. Um, She has like a big um, 
how to say, it, uh, idea of what we're going through with the election integrity. Yes. And with so many things so that many are happening in our well. nation. Exactly. And she's a fighter. Yes. That's why she started this uh, almost 14 years ago. And uh, I will let her. Okay. Um, drum roll. My friend, Dran Reese, Salt and Light Council. Dran, what have you to say about in, uh, election integrity and so many other things? And I know you want to uh, engage uh, uh, Tyler Geffany as well in this conversation. Lay it on us. Dran Reese. Oh, well, yeah, well, Kaz, thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Sonia. What a wonderful conversation I've heard so far. And uh, to your statement about uh, election integrity, well, there's none. <laughs> <laughs> so right. Preach it, sister. Uh, well, here's the thing. There are some good things, and it really is a matter of the voters out there demanding that election uh you know, be uh, of our integrity. And so we've got an election coming up June 7th. June 7th is the primary. We're a top two uh, state, which is uh, a little strange, which means that the two, whether you're two Democrats or two Republicans or a Democrat or Republican or a a Greenpeace or whatever else is out there, whoever gets whatever two people get the most votes, they go into the runoff or the general election in November. So we're coming up on that time, and what, uh, what what matters to me really is what you've all been talking about, is, and that is the biblical moral standpoint, is how do we determine who's a candidate that we even want to vote for? And as a Christian, as a person of faith, um, our vote goes down uh, in the annals of history. And we have to be very careful where we place our vote, and so we've got to make some uh, some uh, some very important decisions. And I think that's a, a really huge problem with the church; they don't really see the importance of voting, or they separate their faith from voting, which is why we have so many different political uh, parties, and people are voting incorrectly. So. I can go in so many different ways with this, but let me get some of the practical aspects out, and then I can maybe go to some of the bills and issues out there from the parties and why we can't allow ourselves to vote for these people anymore. Yes, and we want Tyler Geffany to have some input in this as well. So go ahead, Dren. Okay, sure. So everybody's going to receive a ballot by mail. Now, uh there's some value in that, but uh, I would say for election integrity purposes, it it does make more sense if you have a polling location and you go down there yes. and you get your ballot and then you vote on the spot. Uh, what this does, it's just a simple thing called chain of custody. So if you get a mail vote by mail ballot, then this means you can do several things. You can actually return it by mail. And that's not a good plan, uh, voters out there, to just put, pop it in the mail and hope that it makes it back to the registrar of voters because, you know, anything can happen at the post office. We've seen many bags of, 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 of ballots that have not even reached the registrar of voters. This was well documented. So if you're going to use the mail-in ballot, the best way to do that is to um, literally return your ballot yourself. Yes. Now, we have legal in the state ballot harvesting, which really means that if there's someone in your church or community that says, hey, can you give me your ballot, and I'll go run it down for you, you could do that. But then again, you are trusting someone else with your precious vote. And lastly, you can take it, you can take your ballot, the vote by mail, and go down to your polling location, which will be announced here very shortly, and turn in that 
uh, mail by ballot and then vote with a paper ballot. Oh, and my. I would suggest that's the yeah. smartest way. And also beware you could get three or four other ballots as well. And maybe somebody that's not even at your address anymore. So beware of these things. And I think as a as a uh, as a citizen, we have, are obligated to speak up there, too. Uh, uh, Tyler Geffeny is uh, running in, the, in District 52. He is the Christian uh, alternative. He is the one who loves God and embraces Bible things, and he's being opposed by Juan Vargas and other Democrats. And uh, if you are a believer, I think the the choice should be fairly clear. So, Tyler, what have you to say on this? And we want to engage you. And, and Duran, we have about three more minutes or so in this segment. Uh, Tyler Geffany. Yeah, well, I'm honored to have my good friend Duran on here. I didn't know she was calling in either, but, uh, you know, uh, Duran represents an amazing organization that's also the curators of the uh, Family First Pledge, which is holding candidates like myself and others oh, accountable it. that whether or not they will uphold uh, uh, primacy uh, family value principles. And, uh, you know, Dran, maybe this is a good time to ask as, you know, of the candidates running in District 52, how many of them have signed the Family First <laughs> Pledge? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is how you separate the wheat from the chaff. I can guarantee you that throughout our history, not one Democrat has ever been willing to sign the pledge because the pledge says that they will be uh, they will be uh, uh, protect innocent human life from conception to natural death. And we know that the platforms of the Democrat Party clearly say that abortion is um, is something that they're going to promote. Whereas in the Republican platforms, uh, they they uh, repeatedly say that life yes. is precious and valuable from conception to natural death. Yes, and so these you know these remarkable differences between the Democrat and Republican Party. And I think, uh, Tyler, to your point, we're at this point in history where we have to stop being nonpartisan. Mm-hmm. If we're going to our faith and values in this country and see our country survive, we're going to have to call out what I would consider people who are tearing down our country and 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 and, and murdering little babies in the womb, trying to go after our little children with um, horrible bills. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, I think that what you represent and, and candidates like you who have embraced signing the Family First Pledge have made it very easy for us Christians to know who we can count on oh. and also hold accountable down the road. Oh, I love that. Dranries, before you go, you can't go anywhere without giving a website or websites to get people to find out more about these things. And I'm going to have Tyler give input. We've got about a minute and a half or so in this segment. Dran, you've been on the air with me enough to know how quickly the time flies. So lay lay some website information on us, would you, Dran Reese? Yes, you can go to biblicalvoter.com, biblicalvoter.com. And the beautiful part is there will be your state voter guides here for California. And actually, it's for the entire nation if you're listening in and you're from another state. But California voter guides will be there. Plus, we've also put the redistricting map. And that's fabulous because technically Tyler was in the 51, but now he's in 52. And it could be the same for you in your district. So just be aware of that. But also, you you can find all those candidates in California that have signed the Family First Pledge or flat refused. Oh, my. Very good. Uh, thank you for, for joining us. I, more than you know, Dren Reese, uh, 
you're a hero to many, and I am among those who think that as well. So thank you for joining us. You know, Tyler, uh, Gavany, what we're going to do in the next segment is that we're going to s- summarize all these different things. I mean, we're talking about election integrity and uh, border security and all these different topics. We're going to summarize all those things. Grant, thank you for joining us. And Tyler, are you ready to do some summarization? I'm looking forward to it, okay, Cass. We're going to have a good it's time. Be a good time. Okay. Thank you, Dran Reese. God bless you and my listening friend. The crew and I are going to be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what a whirlwind ride we've had. We've dealt with so many different topics. We're going to use this last segment to summarize them. I'm with uh, Tyler Geffney. He's in uh, District 52 and running for Congress, and he's the Christian alternative to, what do we say, the liberals out there who do not embrace Judeo-Christian values. Uh, I would say some of them would proclaim it, but they don't really in the least so, uh, Tyler, good to have you with us, and you know we also have good to in be the, here. <laughs> it's, we also it's a pleasure. We also have in the studio campaign manager Sonia Diaz and my co-host, actually Sandra Compton. Sandra, you know what you've done good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and Sonia, yes, of course, you as well. Thanks. So, a lot of topics we were, we we covered in this show. We've talked about. The, the the topics were education and business and border issues and border security. That was a hot one. Right. And also election in, integrity. What have you to say for yourself? Uh, <laughs> you know, th- there's a lot that is going on in our nation right now. And, and uh, if, if you haven't already noticed that there is uh, um, some serious issues and uh, and, I, and I think people are feeling it. If you're not feeling it, then I don't know what rock you're living under. But, um, yeah, we're. We're deeply concerned about our nation. This is one of the reasons why, you know, I'm a, I'm a pastor, minister, uh, no political ambitions, but I jumped into the game because I could no longer tolerate to see uh, the, this Democratic Party just undermine the Western way of life and literally deliberately destroy our nation and everything that, that made this country so great before. And uh, and so I'm I'm excited I'm I'm deeply honored actually to represent the people from District 52 which if you don't know that's Imperial Beach San Ysidro Otay Mesa Chula Vista Bonita National City and parts of San Diego because the districting did change so make sure that you know that uh, if you're in the, any of those areas then uh, then you are part of District 52 wow and uh, yeah yep so let, let's kind of bullet point these four or five different topics that we dealt with and Sonia you're welcome to jump on in and Sandra as well but. Uh, Tyler, uh, you know, education, invaluable, especially with what miseducation is doing these days. Thoughts about that from your perspective? Yeah, well, we got to look at both the short and long game on this, right? And the short-term thing is absolutely get your kids out of these public uh, government indoctrination camps and uh, and either get them into homeschooling, get them into your good Christian private schools, you know, whatever the cost is. Churches, get behind parents and uh, help support them financially if they need, whatever it takes for us to do this. But we've got to get our kids out of there yes, yes. Uh, right away. And then secondary in the long game is, uh, you know, we just got to rebuild our schools from the ground up. And, yes. um, you know, one of my primary initiatives going to Washington will be, you know, one is, is we, we got to abolish the Department of Education right away. Oh, right. I mean, this thing is just an 
insidious group that has done nothing but harm our children, has provided no good, and it is an extreme expense. You know, and beyond that, you know, I'm uh, I'm proposing solutions that's actually going to put money back into the hands of the the parents uh, in ways in which the government will have no control. The government's not giving them the money back; they're actually getting to keep the money, so that the government can't in the future then get their fingers into it. Exactly. And I'm trying to encourage, therefore, then parent choice. And once we have parent choice, that means then schools uh, will have to compete. So we'll incite healthy competition that will help to to reward the best educators yes. and essentially those who are, don't want to educate our children. Are hell bent to uh, to indoctrinate them with this? Yes, and not give the parents any right to say things or gauge what their child is learning. That's atrocious. I'm going to give the ladies a real quick. We've only got five or six minutes left. So, under the topic of 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 education, uh, Sonia Diaz, uh, the campaign manager, what do you have to say quickly? Uh, We have okay. Uh, so, yes, we are really uh, concerned about, especially the people in our district, that they have um, been in a really tough fight there for their kids and for their children. So um, we are we are happy, like Pastor Amado, that called earlier. There's there's many that are engaging in and schools. are starting to do the, yeah. you know, homeschool or opening schools or opening a, a co-op. And uh, uh, so we, we really invite the churches to start getting involved. That's right. Look to, into it. Yes. And once again, again, Salt and Light Council has some help in, in that as well. Yes, yes. And what was it, their website again? It's uh, publicschoolexit.com, and, and there's free consultations there that the yes. churches can have to know how to do that. Very good. Okay, uh, Sandra Compton, any quick, very quick thoughts? Because we've got four more topics, three more topics to deal with. With education? No. You, right now business. you want to talk about education. Just quickly, a comment. Yes, as a as a mother of a 10-year-old, to me is extremely important for my son not to be um, indoctrinated with things that I don't like and, and for a teacher to tell my, my child something that I don't even know of because that's the law. Now they could teach them things that I don't need to sign a paper anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something that I'm totally against. So, yes, I'm so for a person running that is – for um, Christian values, yes. and that's why I'm so happy that, you know, Tyler is running for that district. That's right. Tyler Giffany, uh running in the uh, District 52, um, there's a lot of topics. And there, when, when, as you get elected, we proclaimed you as being the congressperson already because the scripture says to speak to the mountain and it shall it'll, it'll come to pass. So, so as the soon-to-be congressperson, congressman, <laughs> Uh, you've got a lot of things to share. Before you go into the business and the border issues and border security, give a website once more, would you? Yeah, our website is uh, www.tyler4congress.com. Again, it's tyler4congress.com. And there you can uh, watch some videos and, and get acquainted with our policy positions. Okay, I'm going to put these two different topics together because they're related. One of them is business and border issues and also border security. A lot of issues there that a, that a congressman that believes in God can impact. What's your thought? Yeah, I mean, gosh, you know, there there are so many ways in which we can do such a better job, you know, and first and foremost, right, we've seen a, a tyrannical government have the gall to decide that to shut down businesses of good, hardworking Americans who have small businesses, yes. they're just trying to provide for their families, and they shut them down at a time that was, it's you know, a travesty. Yeah, it's a, a, in an unprecedented uh, a, a set of government overreach. And so this is something that we need to shut down. Um, you know, another thing that I'm really passionate about is that, you know, first and foremost, 
foremost as a pastor, I actually believe that Jesus is the last great hope of the world. You know, what made this America, made America so great is that it was founded on biblical principles on, and, uh, and really based on Jesus. And what we could do as America, if we're concerned about immigration, crime, uh, all of the issues that we've covered today is there's one solution to all of this, and that is Jesus Christ. Mm. And I believe that America could be, uh, could go and export really the, our exceptionalism based upon biblical values by may, perhaps even encouraging missionaries to go to other nations that are, that are steeped in corruption. You want to solve the corruption in, uh, in Central America or in anything south of the border? You export Christianity, and then you'll see that, in fact, the corruption will be eliminated and the, the, the families will flourish. Yes. I have an interesting stat, too. Did you know that when a country becomes Christian, that within four generations, the prosperity uh, skyrockets? I think that's remarkable. My friend, isn't it nice to hear from a Christian voice, a man who's running uh, for Congress in the United States, uh, as he takes this seat? He and other people that are gaining office these days are going to impact this nation in a significant way. Thank you very much for that, Tyler. And the last topic is election integrity. We've got about a minute and a half. And my listening friend, as he puts this point together here, I'm going to ask him to – have you ever asked a person who's going to be joining the U.S. Congress to pray over the people to close the show? I don't think so. So very quickly, election integrity, and then we here in the studio are going to join you in prayer for our listeners, and we we will pray God's intervention. And we've got about a minute and a half. Can you do that in a minute and a half? I certainly can. Absolutely. <laughs> Honored to. Be yeah. ready because you'll be on the floor. Uh, <laughs> In Congress, doing similar things. Well, indeed, indeed. Yeah, pray for me, too, because I'm going to be going to Washington and calling Washington to repentance. But, you know, when it comes to uh, election Election. integrity, you know, I want to just encourage and ensure the voters out there that there are radical patriots, many of which you've heard on this radio program already today, um, who I have the great pleasure of even working with, and and that there are – there is a great deal of work that is being done to restore the election integrity. Um, And and I intend uh, to go to Washington also to fight for what I believe are the nine loopholes that the Democrats have been able to use to steal our elections. And so I'm excited to be able to go do that. Well, we've got about 30 seconds or so. Would you, this is asking a person who's running in the in District 52 for Congress, a conservative, I'm going to ask him to pray over us. We've got about 30 seconds and we have to close the show. So we're going to go out with a prayer from Tyler Geffany running in District 52. Amen. Lay it on us, man. Uh, well, God, uh, Jesus, Holy Spirit, wash across these lands. And anyone that is listening, I just pray that there would be a special endowment of your presence in their lives, in their family, and then it would spread across the community. And we claim, actually, this Southern California region yes. for the cause of Christ, for the kingdom of Christ, and uh, and that we call we, – we, we, rise up or call men and women of God to rise up and be involved in politics, either to run for office, help those that are running for office, get out the vote, and even uh, and use your mammon and your resources to be able to help us do that. So God, would you take claim to these lands? We commit it to you. We, uh, we thank you and we praise you and we love you. In Jesus' name. And Amen. kingdom business will yes, arise yes, with yes. Tyler Geffen. Yes, yes, yes. My in listening friends, collectively, everybody in the studio is going to say amen, and we're going to part this show. God bless you, and thank you for listening. Amen. See you next week. Thanks for joining Kaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. 
Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker. And then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.